MSW Media. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Monday, December 6, 2021. Today, John Eastman is the latest seditionist to indicate he will be pleading the fifth in front of the 1-6 committee. Legal experts claim that Meadows has waived any claim to executive privilege over subjects he wrote about in his book, Metadata, in Clark's draft letter to Georgia asking them to overturn the election, indicates some White House involvement in drafting that letter. And two Georgia election workers are suing Gateway Pundit for defamation. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm Dana Goldberg. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that Michael Jackson? Ah, <laughs> uh, hey, hello, Dana. <laughs> hope you actually- should leave all that stuff in. Uh, hi, <laughs> just to get people. This is what we do for sanity. You may not hear it. It may have been edited out, but we just were goofy little people during breaks. Um, I'm fine. I think we're both delirious today. This has been a very long weekend, a very long news cycle, and it's just never going to stop. <laughs> no, it's not. And I'm a little extra tired today. I got my booster. Ah, good. Shot. And my flu shot, same time, one on each arm. So I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, I just want to (laughs) sleep. You know what? Let's wrap this up and go to bed. Done. All right, everybody. Until next time. Any final thoughts, (laughs) Dan? No, no no final thoughts. Bye. No. (laughs) I believe we're going to be talking with Glenn Kirshner later in the show. We might have to edit this out, though, because he is so busy right now making appearances all over the networks and doing his job and being a professor. And he's the host of Justice Matters. So I hope we get to talk to him in a little bit. Because I want to talk to him about his video that he put out Sunday for Justice Matters. So good. And then we have a ton of other news to get to. And, um, you know, I'm over on Twitter every day fighting the good fight, (laughs) trying to somehow say all hope is not lost. But man, it's taken a long time. It's a weird line to walk. It's a weird line to walk. However, like I said, tons of news that we should talk about. So let's do that. Let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right. First up from Kyle Cheney at Politico. Love him. John Eastman, the attorney who helped the former guy pressure then Vice President Mike Pence to overturn the 2020 election, has asserted his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination, according to a letter he delivered to the January 6th committee explaining his decision not to testify. Quote, Dr. Eastman hereby asserts his Fifth Amendment right not to be a witness against himself in response to your subpoena. That's his attorney. Charles Burnham in a letter to Benny Thompson, chair of the 1-6 committee. Quote, members of this very committee have only spoken of making criminal referrals to the Department of Justice and described the committee's work in terms of determining guilt or innocence. Dr. Eastman has more than reasonable fear that any statements he makes pursuant to the subpoena will be used in an attempt to mount a criminal investigation against him. And he should go on to say, which, if he's totally innocent, would find nothing. But he doesn't say that. (laughs) Eastman's decision is an extraordinary assertion by someone who worked closely with the Trump administration to try to overturn the 2020 election results. He met with Trump and pushed state legislative leaders to reject Biden's victory in a handful of swing states, seven of them, and appoint alternate electors, you know, alternate slates. The former Chapman University law professor also pressured Pence 
who is constitutionally required to preside over the Electoral College certification on January 6th to unilaterally refuse to count some of Biden's electors and send the election to the full House for a vote or delay long enough to give states a chance to submit new electors. Eastman also spoke at Trump's January 6th rally alongside Rudy. Most of Burnham's letter makes procedural objections to the structure of the January 6th committee. Not so much, I'm afraid that, you know, if I say anything that's the truth, I'll go to prison. It's mostly focused on Speaker Nancy Pelosi's decision to reject Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy's appointees to the panel. And of course, Burnham also complains that the Capitol Riot Committee conducts its depositions in secret. So here's a third seditionist criminal asshole complaining about the secrecy of the January 6th committee. So you shouldn't complain about the secrecy of the January 6th committee because you don't want to be like them. No, you don't. And if they want uh, transparency in those (laughs) hearings, there's a really good chance we shouldn't have it quite yet. All right. We're going to stick with January 6th. The January 6th investigators have tried to pry information from Mark Meadows for months now. So excerpts from his forthcoming book have piqued the select committee's interest. Why, you may ask? Well, in interviews, members of the committee say Meadows may have damaged his case for maintaining the secrecy of his contacts with the former guy on January 6th by divulging selected details in his book. That's due to publish Tuesday. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. No, don't buy it. Trust me, you're going to hear plenty of it on Twitter and we'll probably read some shit here. Don't buy it. Adam Schiff, he commented saying, quote, it's very possible that by discussing the events of January 6th in his book, if he does that, he's waiving any claim of privilege. So it'd be very difficult for him to maintain, quote, I can't speak about events to you, but I can speak about them in my book, end quote. Now, Meadows, his book is due to be released the same week he's expected to appear before the January 6th committee. That's following weeks of correspondence and hardball tactics that led Chair Benny Thompson, as we know, a Democrat from Mississippi, to threaten to hold Meadows in criminal contempt of Congress. But last week, Meadows' lawyer, George Terwilliger, 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 that's a fun one. (laughs) Yes, George Terwilliger III. (laughs) Yes, that's Meadows' lawyer. And Thompson described a breakthrough revealing that Meadows had provided thousands of emails to the panel and arranged to appear for an interview. So in the upcoming interview, the committee members plan to challenge Meadows' citing of executive privilege as a reason to avoid discussing his interactions with the former guy. Now, they say his book could become a factor in that argument, which makes sense. In one expert, one excerpt, excerpt, (laughs) you would get an edit. Although this really makes people laugh when I try and say this shit on a Monday. (laughs) Just leave it. Fucking leave it. In one excerpt of Meadows' book, detailed Thursday by The Guardian, Meadows says the former guy told him he was, quote, just speaking metaphorically when he told supporters on January 6th that he planned to march with them to the Capitol. Meadows writes that Trump, quote, knew as well as anyone that we couldn't organize a trip like that on such short notice. Not with the help of like 500 other people, (laughs) as we've seen. Okay. Now, some of the 700, there are 700 January 6th defendants have cited Trump's promise to go with them to the Capitol as a reason that they decided to go themselves. That guy's marching with us. They jumped probably in a golf cart, but they joined a mob that ultimately overran police lines and breached the Capitol. As we know, it injured more than 140 officers and in sending members of Congress fleeing for safety. We saw videos and photos. 
Now, the select committee chair indicated some of their questioning next week would relate to the book. So (laughs) we're going to find out if this idiot decided to write some of this in the book and then decided to claim executive privilege, which is going to go right out the window if that's the case. Dummy. (laughs) Dummy indeed. Uh, We'll see what's in it. And Friday night on the Rachel Maddow show last Friday, Rachel said she had an exclusive report from sources that metadata on Jeffrey Clark's letter to Georgia indicated the White House was involved. Now, I found her source, and it's the publicly available transcript of the Clark deposition. It's publicly out there. This is the one where he walked out. You know, he said executive privilege. And they were like, let us ask you questions so you can determine the scope of what you are or not going to answer. And he said, no. And they left. (laughs) Clark was going to come back two days ago, this past Saturday, and plead the fifth. But he got sick. (laughs) And so that's been postponed to December 16th, giving him a little bit of time to figure out what the fuck they're going to do. Because honestly, pleading the fifth as a former DOJ official probably is a worse look than even getting 30 days in prison for criminal contempt. But looking back at this transcript that I found, Rachel, this is where she got her information, and you can read it for yourself. Counsel for the 1-6 committee was basically going over what they would have asked Clark had he not got up and left. Let me read a bit from that transcript. The person speaking here has their name redacted, by the way, but it is counsel for the 1-6 committee. It's a lawyer. We then wanted to talk specifically about efforts that he took, Clark, that he proposed to the department and he said the department should take with respect to election fraud. We wanted to ask him, for instance, about an ODNI briefing that he sought about alleged interference with Dominion voting machines by the Chinese government (laughs) and a draft letter to Georgia officials that he put forth that asked the department or was the department asking Georgia legislators and Georgia legislative officials to convene a special session and consider the appointment of an alternate slate of electors. That's that letter we're talking about. We intended to go through specific representation in the draft letter and ask for their bases. I also wanted to ask him about metadata in that draft letter that indicates some involvement with the White House Communications Agency and the drafting or preparation of that letter. Whoopsie. Now, it's not the White House. It's the White House Communications Agency. They, this is, I looked them up. They provide communication systems that enable the president and presidential staff to lead the nation, it says. The agency provides worldwide audiovisual voice and data communication support for the president, vice president, White House staff, and the United States Secret Service and others, as directed by the White House Military Office. The communications agency provides support to the president regardless of location, whether he's in the White House, the metropolitan area, at Camp David, which is called Shangri-La, or at an overseas location. The White House Communications Agency is composed of Army, Air Force, Navy, Coast Guard, and Marine Corps personnel. It's military installation. The agency evolved over the past 60 years from a small team of 32 working out of the basement of the White House to a thousand-person self-supporting Joint Service Command headquartered at Joint Base Anacostia Bowling and consists of six staff elements and seven organizational units. Wow. Uh It also has supporting detachments in D.C. and various locations throughout the United States. The communications agency is organized into functional areas, each with its own mission to support the total mission of the communications agency of presidential support. So this revelation by itself isn't really a bombshell, but it could provide evidence, the metadata linked to the letter, that the White House was involved in drafting or edits of the letter which would, could be used in conjunction in totality of the evidence with other testimony. Like if somebody says, yeah, uh, Eastman and Clark and Jenna Ellis and John McEntee met in the Oval Office to talk about, jo- you know, John Eastman's six steps to, you know, arranging a coup, a coup for dummies. That 
is bigger bombshell news. And we already know that those meetings took place. If they could get testimony and then this that shows the metadata went through the White House for editing and planning or drafting of the letter, probably with Jason Miller or Stephen Miller or both, that's sort of where this would come into play in any kind of a criminal investigation. By itself, it's it's a big deal for the January 6th committee, which is not a criminal investigation. But if you're trying to prove a crime here, if you're trying to prove seditious conspiracy, you're going to need more than just this metadata, right? Absolutely. Anyway, that's what I have for you. I like it. And all of our, I also love all of our stories are sort of connected today. So we're staying in Georgia and with the election. There are two Georgia election workers, and I know we all remember this was a national story. They were targets of right-wing campaign that falsely claimed they manipulated ballots, filed a defamation suit. So these two Georgia election workers have filed a defamation suit on Thursday against one of the nation's leading sources of pro-Trump misinformation. So the suit against the right-wing conspiratorial website, The Gateway Pundit, was filed by Ruby Freeman, remember Ruby and her daughter, Shea Moss, both of whom processed ballots in Atlanta during the 2020 election for Fulton County for the elections board there. Now, it follows a series of defamation claims filed by elections equipment operators against conservative television operators like Fox News, Newsmax, and One American News. So this lawsuit, the lawsuit for Ms. Freeman and Ms. Moss, this is among the first to be filed by individual election workers who found themselves unwittingly dragged into the this, that alternate universe of far-right media that all of it that claimed, and it still claims that the former guy won last year's presidential election. They're still saying he won. And so this is all tied to that. And this is the quote from those from Ms. Freeman and Ms. Moss. I want the defendants to know that my daughter and I are real people who deserve justice, and I never want them to do this to anyone else again. So that was part of her statement. Now, Ms. Moss, the daughter who continues to work for Fulton County Elections Board, Emma's Freeman, a temporary employee during the 2020 election, they were ensnared, ensnared by the Trump supporting media and, and, and Donald himself, actually, after Gateway Pundit published dozens of false stories about those two, them specifically. Those started last December and they continued through this November. Okay, the entire year. The stories called the two women crooked Democrats. They actually claimed that they had, quote, pulled out suitcases of ballots and began just counting those ballots without election monitors in the room. Just suitcases of ballots that they were just dragging around Atlanta. Just from under your shirt? Yeah. Absolutely. Just pulling them out. Uh, so investigations conducted by the Georgia Secretary of State's office, they found that those two women did nothing wrong. They were legally counting ballots. So Ms. Freeman and Ms. Moss did not speak and did not specify an amount that they're seeking from the Hoft brothers. It's the Hoft brothers, I'm assuming, are in charge of this right-wing website that they're suing. Mm -hmm. They asked for compensatory and punitive damages that are going to be, quote, to be determined at trial. So you know what? Good. I hope these fucking women take them for everything they have. This has to stop. Good. I would love to see Gateway Pundit shut down. Absolutely. <laughs> It'd be beautiful. Uh, it would. All right, everybody, stand by. We'll be right back with Mr. Glenn Kirshner himself, host of Justice Matters. We're going to have an update on what he's been looking at and going over this weekend. Stay with us. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's AG for The Beans. If you've listened to the show for a while, you know I love playing Best Fiends year-round, but I especially love playing Best Fiends during the holidays. It's a perfect pit-me-up for when I need a break from the holiday action, and especially when I'm traveling, you don't need the internet. It's a super fun distraction from stress. I consider it part of my self-care routine. Best Fiends has it all. A captivating storyline, collectible friends and tons of fun puzzles. 
that you use strategery to solve. I cannot put it down. It's quite possibly the best puzzle game out there. The best part is, like I said, you do not need Wi-Fi. So if you're traveling this holiday season, you can play Best Fiends wherever and whenever you want with offline mode. So even if your holiday travels take you off the beaten path, you can still play. It's my favorite mobile game because it's always interesting and challenging. Ah, oh, gosh, I'm at level like 3,800 or something by now. And climbing. And Best Fiends has thousands of levels with more added all the time. So there's always a fresh challenge waiting for me when I need a mental pick-me-up. Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. And today's show is also brought to you by Upstart. If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt with no one in sight. Because if you make those minimum payments and the interest rate is super high, nothing ever changes. But Upstart can help you make that final payment. With Upstart, you can pay off your existing debt quickly and easily and start living your life again. It's easy to pay off your debt with an online personal loan with Upstart. Over a million people have done it already to pay off high interest debt, credit cards, and they fund personal expenses too with one fixed low monthly payment. Because Upstart looks beyond your credit score. You're more than just a number to them. They, they can find you a better loan rate with their trusted partners by considering other factors like your income history, your current income, your employment history, your employment current, and then your credit history. Like They look at all sorts of stuff not just your credit score. And you can check your rate, by the way, for free without impacting your credit score. It's a soft pull and you can do it in minutes online for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. And you can receive funds as fast as one business day after your loan is accepted. So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payment today when you go to upstart.com slash dailybeans. That's upstart.com slash dailybeans. And use our URL, please, to let them know we sent you. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and other certain information provided in your loan application. That's upstart.com slash dailybeans. Everybody, welcome back. Please welcome the host of Justice Matters and 30 million year prosecutor for the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office. Please welcome Glenn Kirshner. Glenn, what's up? Hey, A.G., how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Things are getting getting a little heated on the social media networks. There's a lot of deflection and uh, anger and things going on with the pace and or seeming, you know, do nothingness of the Department of Justice and what we know and what we don't know. And Adam Schiff and you and a lot of folks are, are chiming in. And I wanted to get to your thoughts on that. First, I think a good place to start this conversation is your, the video you just dropped on your YouTube channel for Justice Matters about Clark Eastman and the rest and uh, Watergate versus the insurrection. Yeah. All the president's men is obviously a term synonymous with Richard Nixon's criminal associates. So I'm not saying I'm going to try to get a new catchphrase sweeping the nation, all the president's lackeys. But that's what I led with in the video and just did a very quick overview of, you know, half a dozen of the usual suspects in Donald Trump's criminal cabal, people who have been convicted, pardoned, indicted again, pleading the fifth, because if they testified truthfully, they would incriminate themselves and undoubtedly incriminate Donald Trump as well. It is an ugly, ugly assortment of ne'er-do-wells. So I've labeled them all the uh, president's lackeys. And then I actually, as you know, uh, I was enamored of a tweet that you sent out that in very concise fashion laid out the timeline of the Watergate investigation, you know, the, the timing of the break-in, congressional hearings, public testimony, thereafter, indictments, trials, and convictions. And I don't have the precise dates in front of me, but I used your tweet that had the dates in my Justice Matters video because, AG, that is precisely 
the schedule we are on right now. They are taking the testimony of more than 250 individuals behind closed doors. And what they're doing is they're curating the information they're getting. And then Liz Cheney just told us in recent days that in early 2022, they are going to present one hell of a show to the American people. As Representative Cheney said, not only what went on minute by minute at the Capitol, but what went on minute by minute at the White House. And I am convinced that that will knock America's socks off. I am also convinced that DOJ is dug in in ways that we know nothing about, because that's the way law enforcement is supposed to be done. So I think we're on track, even though in this day and age of instant gratification, we didn't have the internet in 1974. We, we weren't looking for instant gratification. We were looking for long-term, overarching, professionally done, thorough criminal investigations. And that's what we got. You know, that's what I believe the Department of Justice is doing right now. And I want to thank you for your tweet because it gave me not only hope, but it gave me a springboard to sort of leap into today's Justice Matters video. Well, thank you. Thank you for the kind words. And and I, I want to be very clear, and I'm, I'm sure you're with me on this, that if we don't continue to follow this timeline, if for some reason the Department of Justice declines to investigate these crimes, if for some reason they stop once they get up to a certain level, which Merrick Garland has testified he is not doing and he will not restrict, but it, let's say it happens for some reason, or that the people who are saying, you know, this isn't going to happen. They aren't going to do anything. Garland's the wrong man for the job. He's a Federalist Society lackey. All of those people, if they're right for some reason, I want to be very clear that you and I will be very, very angry about that. <laughs> we oh, are and, and I will be the first to say, boy, I got it dead wrong. Yeah. You know, one thing I will say is 30 years in courtrooms trying cases, not 3000 years, but 30 years. I got shit wrong all the time. And the first thing I did was I admitted I got it wrong and I tried to make it right. You know, every trial I ever handled, more than 50 murder trials, multiple RICO trials, I would tell the jury at some point, you know what, folks, I just I just messed that up. Let me go back and fix it because, you know, sometimes I misspeak and I can't keep it all up here. So it, it's called being human and fallible and willing to acknowledge your mistakes. But, A.G., I don't think we're wrong. I don't think we're wrong about this. I, I do. I feel like it's coming. It's just not coming quickly enough. And, and the concern with that is Nixon didn't present a day-to-day threat to the health, vitality, and future of our democracy. So I, I, I think we feel like it's a more pressing concern right now because of what Donald Trump and his Republican lackeys continue to try to do, undermine our democracy. So that's why we feel this urgency. And I think that's why we have the frustration that we're not hearing more from the Department of Justice. Yeah. And and I mean, that's unfortunately, that's by design. And that makes the Department of Justice is an easy target, I think, for people because of its slow pace and its secrecy that are supposed, supposed to be there. Those are sacrosanct things that the DOJ does. I have to take a quick break, but I have just one more question for you before I let you go. Will you stay with me? I will. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's AG. Who doesn't love to live well? That would be weird if you did. 
Uh, you want to be perfectly at ease in comfort in your home. And Hunter Douglas can help you do just that with their innovative window shade designs, gorgeous fabrics and control systems that are so advanced. They can be scheduled to automatically adjust for the optimal light throughout the day. Perhaps it's the way their shades diffuse harsh sunlight to cast this really nice glow across the room. It's very calming. Or maybe it's being able to enjoy the view outside while protecting your privacy inside. Or maybe it's the superior insulation, keeping you warmer in winter and cooler in summer, which lowers your utility bills and eases stress on our electrical grids. Or is it the Goldilocks moment that you're thinking of when you walk into a room, everything just looks and feels right. And when you tap into Hunter Douglas's PowerView technology, your shades can be set to automatically reposition for the perfect balance of light, privacy, and insulation morning, noon, and night. I think you'll really love the way your home looks and feels with Hunter Douglas. So live beautifully with Hunter Douglas, enjoying greater convenience, enhanced style, and increased comfort in your home throughout the day. Visit HunterDouglas.com slash DailyBeans today for your free style guide and get smarter design guide with fresh takes, creative designs, and smart solutions for dressing your windows. That's hunterdouglas.com slash dailybeans for your free design guide. And today's show is also brought to you by QB. If you think about how many hours we spend sitting at our desks or watching TV, uh, that's just wasted time. You can actually turn those times into otherwise, you know, fit and active times with QB. And if that's exactly what I'm doing right now, actually. QB, C-U-B-I-I, is a compact elliptical unit that fits under your desk. So uh, you can pedal and get a workout while you're sitting at your computer. And it's so quiet, you can't hear it right now. It's quiet, it's super easy on your joints. And a recent clinical study shows it helps burn 84% more energy than just sitting there. We all say I'd work out more if I had more time. Well, QB makes that a reality. It's also a perfect solution for anyone who might be housebound or needs some help to improve circulation and keep active. So if you have a parent or loved one who has limited mobility and needs a way to stay healthy, QB would be the perfect holiday gift this season. I love my QB and you will too. Take advantage of QB's 30-day risk-free in-home trial and turn your least active times to your most productive opportunities to stay healthy with QB. Visit QB.com slash beans to find the QB elliptical model that's right for you. That's QB, C-U-B-I-I dot com slash beans. Welcome back. We're talking with the host of Justice Matters, Glenn Kirshner. And uh, before the quick break there, you were talking about, we, you know, we were saying, hey, if this, it would be a dereliction of duty if the Department of Justice did not take up these investigations, if they haven't already. And we just don't know about it. And I'm aware Adam Schiff is concerned and hasn't seen anything. Although we did recently get news that for three months now, at least a grand jury has been impaneled to investigate Trump's electoral lawsuits by the Kraken. And nobody knew for three months that that was happening. Nobody heard a peep about Tom Barrick being indicted until that indictment dropped. We didn't hear a peep about the Rudy Giuliani case being picked up again until he was raided. He actually had to be raided for us to hear about that investigation. And I want to make another clarification, too, because you and I are certain and or demanding that this be investigated. And that doesn't necessarily guarantee indictments for everyone. And that's my concern is about why we you know that we don't have a special counsel, because a special counsel would have to tell us why they declined to prosecute where the Department of Justice doesn't. And I I would hope that if they didn't prosecute after investigating, because not investigating is unacceptable that we would at least have an understanding as to why. And I believe it was Blumenthal or White House who put that question to Garland. Will you tell us if you don't? Will you tell us if you don't? And what did Garland say? I don't know that I caught his response. Uh, he, he said he couldn't comment on open going investigation. But, you know, here, here, two, two observations about all of, of what you just unpacked. First of all, I, I will take every word Adam Schiff says to the bank because he has shown himself to be a man of honor and character and a true patriot in everything he has done. But he shouldn't know what's going on inside the Department of Justice, particularly 
because Congress is a target of the DOJ criminal investigation. Not every representative, not every senator, but absolutely members of Congress and their staff have potentially criminal exposure. All the more reason for the Department of Justice not to include any member of Congress into what's going on in a potential criminal investigation. The other important development that I think moves the ball with respect to whether DOJ must criminally investigate is the fact that, first of all, a high DOJ official, former high DOJ official, Jeffrey Clark, is pleading the fifth. He's announcing to the world, if I testify truthfully about what I did and what I know, I will be exposing the fact that I committed crimes against the United States. When one of its own, a high DOJ official, has announced to the world he's committed federal crimes, that must be investigated by the Department of Justice. In fact, that's another huge factor supporting the appointment of special counsel, because to investigate Jeffrey Clark, the Department of Justice would have to have its prosecutors interview and grand jury its own prosecutors, the people who were around Jeffrey Clark. Boy, you don't like to have organizations investigating themselves. Another point in favor of special counsel. And then the other thing is John Eastman, lawyer, although not a DOJ lawyer, has said he's going to have to invoke the fifth. So he was the one who did the um, the six point memo on how to overthrow the government. Uh, yeah, he, he did. He did the memo how to coup in six easy steps. So, <laughs> you know, th- these are all of these are reasons that scream DOJ must be criminally investigating this stuff. There's absolutely no way around it. Yeah, agree. And just for the record, Schiff did not say the Department of Justice is not investigating any of this. What Schiff said is, I am concerned there does not appear to be an investigation unless it's being done very quietly. That is what Adam Schiff has said. And and there are words have meanings and we should take him at his word. And I agree with him. I agree with him. And so it's easy uh, to well, I should say it's difficult to walk that line between being very concerned but also being very, very hopeful. But I, I thank you for your time today. Everybody check out this Justice Matters video and every Justice Matters video for that matter. Glenn Kirshner, I appreciate your time. Thanks, AG. Everybody stick around. We'll be right back with the good news. Hey, everybody, it's AG. Getting a good night's sleep is so important to our health and well-being. Sleeping is my favorite thing. And I used to toss and turn all night. I felt exhausted all day. But thankfully, I found Helix Sleep and realized I had the wrong mattress for how I sleep. So to get the best night's sleep of your life, do what I did. Take the online sleep quiz at helixsleep.com slash dailybeans. And Helix will match your sleep preferences and body type with a mattress that's perfect for you. They've got soft, medium, and firm mattresses. My, uh, they have mattresses ideal for regulating body temperature if you sleep hot. They have ones for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains and to strengthen your core. And they have a Helix Plus mattress for our beautiful plus-size sleepers. My quiz matched me with the Helix Midnight because I like a medium-firm bed and I sleep on my side, so it's perfect for me. And now I get to wake up feeling rested and refreshed instead of sore and groggy. Helix has over 12,000 five-star reviews and was awarded number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix has been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a solution for improving your sleep. They have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 sleeps risk-free. They even have financing options and flexible payment plans available, so a good night's sleep is never far away. And Helix right now is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash dailybeans. That's helixsleep, S-E-S-L-E-E-P dot com slash daily beans for up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. 
And today's show is also brought to you by Calibrate. I have tried some really dumb weight loss fads in the past. None of them work. Um, It's absolutely ridiculous when you yo-yo back and forth. But our sponsor today, Calibrate, is not a diet or a quick fix product. It's a year-long commitment that gives you the tools to fight your own biology. Traditional diets don't work because you can't fight your biology with willpower. Calibrate is different. It's a comprehensive doctor-guided metabolic reset that promotes sustainable results through lifestyle changes. Calibrate is a fully integrated program combining classes and one-on-one video coaching, in-app tracking, and community support of members like you, plus medical care, including a video doctor visit. Calibrate works because they combine doctor-prescribed FDA-approved medication paired with lifestyle changes to improve metabolic health. Before Calibrate, the pairing was only available in clinical and academic settings. You can easily fit Calibrate into your busy schedule, and your goals are personalized and tracked by doctors and coaches. And you can check in with the app as often or as unoften as you want. Your weight doesn't reflect your willpower. Get back in control with Calibrate. Get $50 off the one-year metabolic reset when you use promo code DAILYBEANS, all one word, at joincalibrate.com. That's $50 off when you use code DAILYBEANS at joincalibrate.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's time for the good news. Well, we'll float on good news. It's on the way. Ah, good news on a Monday. It's the best good news of the week. I love it. Me too. And we always need this. We always need this. And there's always great pictures and stories and people doing good things in the world. So I can't wait to get to this. Yes, me as well. And if you have any good news to send anything you want, holiday good news season, do that by going to what? Dailybeanspod.com and clicking on contact. Almost forgot. Our own <laughs> and uh, anything, seriously, you want to send in, we're happy to read it within reason, but yes, mostly anything. Yeah. I don't think we've ever decided not to read it. We did the double dildo story. I so mean, I mean, I think there's been a couple that, you know, our producers and can I have screened for us. But other than that, I guess once we get once they get to us, we just assume that they're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, see if we could sneak anything by the producers. That'd be a fun challenge. Okay. First up from anonymous pronouns she and her. We got the good news on Friday morning that there was a brand new baby member of our family. He is my first grand nephew in a family that is known for a predominance of girls. Wonderful. I love to hear the names people pick for their children. I love this baby's name. He's called Levi. Nice. So I am taking this opportunity to announce to the world that Levi is here. I'll get to go to California in the spring to see him, and I'm very much looking forward to it. I live in a pet-free household, so I've attached a photo of a cat named Holly, who is adorable and available for adoption at the Loudoun County, Virginia Animal Shelter. Oh, my goodness. Look how beautiful Holly is. And that chest marking. Oh, she's so nice. Oh, what a lovely girl. That is a lovely girl. Thank you, Anonymous, for posting a picture of a kitty that needs to be adopted in Virginia. Yes. All right. This next one's from Callie. Pronouns she and her. Hello, people. This is a cat up for adoption in Medina County, Ohio. So now we have Ohio. Tika was found as a stray and has some corneal scarring from a very bad eye infection. She's no youngster at about nine years old, but very sweet and very playful. And her fur is so soft, too. Medina County SPCA has fully vetted her, including a dental, and her adoption fee is only 50 bucks. Thank you so much for helping shelter pets find new people to love them. Look, Look. at this face. The pose with the foot up. Oh my God, we got ballerina Aww. toes at the foot. Oh my God. So what's interesting is this cat has like ballerina, like crossed feet in front, but is sitting on its haunches. The sign haunch is like off the ground. <laughs> what a sweetheart. Oh my goodness. 
She looks so soft and fluffy. I bet when she gets angry, her tail turns into a Christmas tree. Oh, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't make your cats angry on purpose to make that happen. Just saying. There's a link in the description for this baby. There is. So, Medina County. Next up from Paula, pronouns she and her. Greetings to all of you at MSW Media. I hope you and your family had a safe and happy however and whatever you celebrate. (laughs) I spent my day making an orange jumpsuit and accessorizing the arms and legs with handcuffs for my doll of the former guy. (laughs) I take my doll to the dentist with me every six months for a checkup and we poke him with the instruments on the tray and squirt him with the water. That's hilarious. (laughs) Hang him up in my cubicle. I almost thought that said crucible. I hang him up and because I was in a witchcraft state of mind, <laughs> hang him up in my cubicle at work and he gets flipped off more often than not. My family and I have also uh, have a fantasy indictment league. I look forward every Sunday to see how our picks are so much alike. I just want them to all come true. Oh, do I know Paula, right? Please. This is going to be quite a week with the 1-6 committee scheduled depositions and the SCOTUS hearings. Thanks again for all of you at the network. So many great shows. I love Glenn and Frank so much. Attached are pictures of my doll in his new suit at the dentist, <laughs> along with my pet tax, my two cats that showed up at my house during election season last year. So appropriately named Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. First of all, how big is this doll? Because those look like real handcuffs, but maybe they're not real handcuffs. <laughs> those are tiny handcuffs. They've got to be. Yeah, because I used to have them on a necklace. Oh, my God. That's really funny. They're cute. Oh, look at the kitties. Look at the kitties. Boy. Oh, my God. Donald at the dentist. Oh, God. Just seeing his face. I know it's a damn it doll, but just. <laughs> All right. We're moving on. I'm scrolling, people. I'm scrolling. All right. This next one's from Jen, pronoun she and her. Hello. Thank you all for being so superb. Sending along my belated Halloween pics of my little T Rex finding his tribe at just the right house. I also added a pod pet tax of our sweet but loud and energetic German shepherd named Reese, who assumes this position on the couch anytime we leave the house so she can watch us leave. I have a couple of shit kids say to share. Number one, when my oldest was about four, they were telling me a story about something at school that didn't quite turn out right and described it as, quote, a disaster piece. That's brilliant. <laughs> Since that time, we've used this wonderful new word to describe any over-the-top failure, and it brings me joy Every single time, no matter how pissed I am that something didn't go right. Disaster piece. That's amazing. Okay, number two, that same kiddo is now 12 and is brilliant with puns. Their little bro, the T Rex, was doing a mini shih tzu, shih tzu, shiatsu. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn, that made me laugh. A mini shiatsu massage with his feet, and the oldest piped up and said, What are you, a misogynist? Oh my God, that's funny. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> my hubs and I immediately got the pun, but the youngest had to get the explanation that it was a, a pun using massage masseuse and the term for someone who discriminated against women. A massage-onist. Anywho, please take care of yourselves as the news cycle rages relentlessly. We need your humor and unflappable nature to help the Beans crew continue to get through. <laughs> the T-Rex. <laughs> I love that. That costume never gets old for me. It doesn't. I think it's hysterical. When they run around and do things. They have races. Okay, the I know. Oh, look oh at my. the baby. How dare you leave your house? Look at this oh. animal. It's clearly downtrodden. Beautiful baby. <laughs> what a sweetheart, <laughs> Reese. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for sending these. And um, that dog. Oh, so just like, like he's writing in his diary, like his sad dog diary. So cute. <laughs> What a honey. Next up from Anonymous. 
No pronouns given. Hi there, fantastic ladies. I wanted to send you some misheard lyrics. We were on the way to getting all three of our boys their two dose of the second dose of their Pfizer this past week when Electric Avenue came on. In the back seat, my husband pointed for me to listen where I'd heard our oldest singing, You got to walk up to Electric Caribou. They won't take it higher. I could not contain myself. And my husband were cracking up laughing. It was great. In a few hours, they're going to look at what they think is a tumor on my pancreas, a possible cancer formation in my colon and stomach. It's okay. I've made it past my expectancy from what they gave me. So these past few years have all been an extra blessing. My children are thriving. My husband is doing great. And they're all where they should be. And I I couldn't ask for more. Today, I'm nervous, not for the procedure, just for the results. Fingers crossed or prayers or good energy would be greatly appreciated. I don't have pictures of my fur baby. She's a blur in photos, but here are my kiddos on Halloween. Oh my goodness, anonymous! Everybody, send out the, the the positive healing vibes. Mm. Yeah, and if if it's if you're so inclined, please keep us posted because obviously we're all m- very much invested at this point now. Look at these wonderful photos. I know that's fantastic. Oh my god, I love this house too. So cute. It's super cute. Thank you for that submission. Nice door. I know that sounds strange. The door is beautiful. The frog outfit. The chicken outfit. And then like Spider-Man. I love it. I love it too. Is that Batman? I can't. Oh no, that's not Batman. That's a a skeleton in a in a handkerchief standing behind a gravestone. Okay, oh. so Spider-Man. I see it another ghoul here. This is so great. What an adorable photo. The chicken and the I dog know. is killing me. Oh, thank you for sending this in. And if you have any photos you want to send us or any news updates, pictures, good news, want to send in these pets like uh like we did, like we got from Callie and Anonymous sending in shelter pets. Please send them to us at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact Dana. Yes, dear. Do you have any final thoughts? You know, I do have some final thoughts today. They're not going to make sense to anyone because I can't really give you the backstory. If you're in pain, if you're thinking you might be sick, if you, can you just please ask for help from someone that is close to you? Don't think you can take care of yourself. Please don't drive yourself to the doctor or the emergency room thinking everything's fine. Just lean on people, okay? I know everyone listening has someone that they can turn to if they need them. And I know I sound like I'm laughing. It's because people drive me crazy. Just ask for help. We are all there to help, okay? And so take care of yourselves and then you can take it from here. Mm, That's such a good point. I I am guilty of doing that sometimes. Yes. Uh, My mom does that to us all the time everything's fine. No, you know, and it's not. And yeah, asking for help is hard. It is. It is. But, um, but it's also good practice. I and mean, trust me, it is good practice. I guarantee you there are people who want you to ask for help. Yes. Because so. there are help there. You know what? Think of it that way. There are helpers in this world and you are depriving them of their love language. Yeah, there you go. And if you aren't having any issues right now, Talk to some people in your life and say, if I ever have an issue, can I come to you for help? Are you cool with that? Yeah. And then like establish that, lay that groundwork. That's it. And then you'll have a- Those are my final thoughts. Preordained place to go. Good final thought. Thank Dana. you. Thank you. Thank you for that. And sending you hugs and loves for whatever's going on. <laughs> I'm okay. And, and everyone in my family is okay now. But yeah. Because I've, I've been there. I know that feeling. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Until tomorrow, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take care of the planet, and take care of your mental health. I've been Allison Gill. And I have been Dana Goldberg. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg and Amy Carrero. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane. 
with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants, and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com.